0: Welcome to the Fort Lauderdale Primary Purpose Big Book Study Group. To prepare for our big book study, let's get focused by having a three-minute moment of silent meditation, followed by the fog light prayer. Good evening, everybody. I'm a recovered alcoholic. My name is Mike Chase. And I'm a recovered alcoholic. My name is Chris. Hey, Chris. Thanks for joining
1: us tonight. We're going to start the meditation in a minute. So everybody take a minute to get situated, spread
0: out, get uncomfortable so you don't fall asleep. Please turn off all devices that make noise or will distract others for the duration of the meeting. Any swiping devices, Game Boys, beepers, anything like that. Just go ahead and turn that off. Coffee area is open during the meeting. Try not to make too much distraction to go and get refills, please. Also, please refrain from disturbing others by talking or constantly getting up and sitting back down. For the meditation... Oh, that's the next part. How do we meditate, Mike Chase?
1: For meditation, some suggestions are focus on your breath, feel it going through your nose, nice and slow. Let it sit in your lungs and sort of meditate and um, hang around in there for a little
0: bit and then let it out with a <sighs> concentrate it for three minutes and wow. Take this time to get reconnected to God and let the craziness of the day drift away. Ask God to help you stay focused on the study. So we're going to turn the lights off to
1: help us get connected. See you guys in three minutes. Enjoy your quiet time with God.
2: Very
0: Please join us for the me version of the Foglight Prayer. God, God, let your love
1: shine through me like a fog light so those who are lost, sick, and dying can find your love through me. Let's have a secretary's report and fill in for Tanisha is Ryan. Hi, Ryan.
3: I'm Ryan. I'm your recovered alcoholic secretary.
1: Hey, Ryan. Ryan.
3: No joke. No joke. Sorry. In keeping with the seventh tradition, which states that every group shall be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions, Uh, the baskets are now going around. And if you didn't bring any cash today, you can feel free to come up after the meeting, and we can swipe your card as well. Right? Um, I forgot to ask someone to read the recovered statement. So, Jeff, will you come up and read the recovered statement since you're laughing? Thank you. Jeff,
4: alcoholic. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Recovered. We are not cured of alcoholism. Recovered but not cured. That presents a conflict to some alcoholics. If we were cured, we would be able to drink responsibly. No, we are not cured. The allergic reaction to alcohol will remain with us for a lifetime. But we have been restored to sanity. That was the problem. The main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in his body. Age 23, we are now sane where alcohol is concerned. Consequently, we have recovered. Welcome. Thank you.
3: We read this notice to explain why many people in this group identify as recovered rather than recovering and what it exactly means to be a recovered alcoholic. 1940s-style big book sponsorship from 4 to the 2nd edition of Alcoholics Anonymous. Of alcoholics who came to AA and really tried, 50% got sober at once and remained that way. 25% sobered up after some relapses, and among the remainder, those who stayed on with AA showed improvement. What we've seen, felt, come to believe, and experienced is that God has not changed over time and neither showed the sacred approach back to his loving arms. The statistics above suggest a 75% success rate. Uh, We have CDs, mugs, large print, big books, little red books, and big book dictionaries and AA greeting cards for sale uh, in the back there. So um, if you want to get any of that, you can see any home group member. Um, and then we meet every Monday promptly at 715, and we ask that you be re- courteous and ready to begin at the Road to Recovery Tune. See you next week. Thank you very
1: much. From the foreword of the first edition, from the book Alcoholics Anonymous, we have Alcoholics Anonymous for more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book and of this group.
0: From there is a solution, also from the big book. The tremendous fact for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution. We have a way out on which we can absolutely agree and upon which we can join in brotherly and harmonious action. This is the great news this book carries to those who suffer from alcoholism. So
1: this is an open meeting. As such, all who have interest in alcoholism and the program of recovery are welcome. Because it is an open meeting, you need not identify yourself nor your reason for being here, if you do not wish to do so. Your anonymity
0: will be protected. We ask that you protect ours. And on the topic of anonymity, uh, we have a... We have a Annie. podcast that goes out on the internet, and then also, by the way, I got a text message from one of our friends in Ohio that listens, and they're super excited that we're finished with Dr. Bob's Nightmare, and back to the front of the book. So hello to the anonymous friend in Ohio, and uh, if you don't want to be podcast, know who that is. just disguise your, disguise your voice really well, or pass that microphone. Can I see a show of hands of people joining us for the first time, never been here before?
1: Good, we got one new one tonight. Welcome. What's your name? Hey Mel, nice to have you here, welcome. Um, While this is an open meeting, membership in this group is limited to those who wish to recover from alcoholism and have a desire to stop drinking for good and all. Each member of Alcoholics Anonymous is a potential sponsor of a new member and should clearly recognize the obligations and duties
0: of such a member. Does anybody need a big book? Does anybody not have a big book in front of them?
1: Okay, good. So
0: everyone
1: has one. Can I see a show of hands of the recovered alcoholics in the room? If your hand's not up, I suggest you talk to the people whose hands are. Wow. Great right. ratio today. Before we begin our study of the big book, last week we reviewed Tradition 2. So tonight we're going to jump into Tradition 3. Please refer in the unabridged book, the big fat ones, to page 562. And the ones you guys might have in front of you to page 177 And our tradition this this series is Robert. Give him a round of applause. Hi,
4: my name is Robert, alcoholic. (laughs) Hey, Robert. (laughs) All right. As was said, uh, we're going to find the short form on page 178 in the abridged. Tradition three. The only requirement for AA membership is a desire to stop drinking. And in the long form on the next page, which I think uh, should not be ignored, in fact, gives us a lot of light for this tradition. Our membership ought to include all who suffer from alcoholism. Let me read that again. Our membership ought to include all who suffer from alcoholism. Hence, we may refuse none who wish to recover, nor ought AA membership ever depend upon money or conformity. Any two or three alcoholics gathered together for sobriety may call themselves an AA group, provided that, as a group, they have no other affiliation. And uh, I mean, this tradition I'm I'm very grateful for. I I think I want to expand on the on the uh, long form a little bit before going into the rest. And um, I I think we've definitely lost something in the short form here, but uh, I'm grateful for both, and and we have both for reference, and and both are still printed here. Um, I'm glad that there's no other requirement because, you know, we know from the Oxford group and, and some other groups that there's all sorts of requirements for membership when, when you want to join. And when I first came to AA, I was like, you know, this this shiny newcomer that had no exposure to AA ever. And I was reading these things on the wall and I was very I felt assured in the fact that I was welcomed here because I did have an honest desire to stop drinking. I didn't know what alcoholism was yet, but I had a feeling that I might be one of those, them there alcoholics. Um, you know, because if you look at like the Oxer group to be a member of the Oxer group, you had to not only have a belief in God, but that God had to be the one that the Oxer group, um, subscribed to, you know, it wasn't as open as it is in Alcoholics Anonymous. And so I'm glad that it was a very open, um, and broad, room for me to get into Alcoholics Anonymous. And and again, as we go through the traditions, they're all about the unity. I think it's, it's interesting in the long form how it says all who suffer from alcoholism, because the reality is um, maybe not everybody in Alcoholics Anonymous is an alcoholic. And uh, maybe they got here because uh, one too many DUIs. Maybe the court thinks you're an alcoholic, but they don't understand what that means. Uh, and everyone is welcomed here. And that is that is great. That's the way the fellowship is set up, and, and it's a great fellowship. But when I was uh, new in recovery, I would call my sponsor up after, after hearing some things in meetings and, and go, what do you think about this? You know, what, what do you think about this thing that I just heard in a meeting? And he'd be like, well, what does the book say about that? You know, what, where, do, where does it say that in the book? Let me know if you can find that. And he said, you got to be really careful about who you listen to in an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting because not everybody in Alcoholics Anonymous suffers from alcoholism. You know, some people get here on that court slip and they stay because it's a great group of people. You know, it's a great fellowship. They make some new friends. They're feeling good. You know, free coffee, whatever it is. We got free pizza, some cake back there tonight. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's a great place, you know, welcoming, warm group of people. They can do some service, feel a part of, and and they stay here. But... For some of those people, they don't suffer from alcoholism and their life does not depend on a spiritual experience and a spiritual relationship with God. Uh, they weren't forced to the table with God in the 12 steps like the, the real alcoholics are forced to the table with that. So the people who can put the plug in the jug and, and just, you know, make some meetings and be happy, joyous and free, i more power to them i just can't listen to those people it's really dangerous for me as an alcoholic so that's why it's my job as a sponsor when i sit down with the new guy to explain what the disease of alcoholism is and and make sure they're in the right place you know make sure alcoholics anonymous is what they really need or if maybe they can just get by with just going to the gym and eating better um, you know for the <laughs> the real alcoholic that's not going to work i need the uh, the 12 steps and a spiritual experience and you know like like all of these Traditions are all born out of experience, right? And in the 12 and 12, it's just a funny little paragraph, but it's just how they felt uh, at the time when these traditions didn't exist. It says, page 140, We were resolved to admit nobody to AA but that hypothetical class of people that we termed pure alcoholics. Except for their guzzling and the unfortunate results thereof, they could have no other complications, So beggars, tramps, asylum inmates, prisoners, queers, plain crackpots, and fallen women were definitely out. Yes, sir, we'd only cater to the pure... Those are my favorite people, by the way, and (laughs) they're all here, and I love them. Uh, Yes, sir, we'd cater only to the pure and respectable alcoholics. Like, what? That's... (laughs) Pure and respectable alcoholics in itself is uh, hilarious, right? So that's why, you know, this, this... and how this tradition came in why were they drawing the line in the sand of like these these people that were like Bob and Bill, and that's who they wanted in the fellowship originally, like these working class professionals that were like well to do you know for you know white middle class business people, but it's like what you know uh, that is not what this program is about, thank god and, and it's a lot uh, uh a lot we're a lot better off for all of these people being here so um, very grateful for the long form and tradition three and good sponsorship to help me figure out that yes, I belong here.
1: I think I fit five of those categories, not allowed. So. Um, in order for us to stay focused as we study the big book. We use the Big Book Study Guide, which was made by Krusty Cliff of Dallas Primary Purpose Group with a lot of help from Joe and Charlie
0: and Krusty Cliff. If you want to come up and look at it after the meeting, feel free. It's the group's book. And today we're going to begin, tonight we're going to begin on page zero. And who do we have as our reader? Is that Kelly? Tonight we
1: got Kelly coming up here. Let's yeah. give Kelly. Oh, let's tell already after the interview. Um, So tonight we're going to start on page... Zero. Yes. And we'll be reading from the front by... So this is how it works. After the page slash pages are read, we're going to ask questions from the podium starting at the top of the page, which we just started reading from. The answers will be one sentence unless otherwise specified. Multipart questions are simple. A one-sentence answer split up by commas, semicolons, hyphens, and other fun bits of punctuation.
0: Basically, in English, what that means is that we're going to read the material once through and then re-dissect the information a second time through the question and answer format. Notice how the language in the questions gives us a new light with which to consider the study material.
1: It's important because here in the question and rereading the content offers a definite way of comprehending the material covered. After we've completed the page, we're going to open up for comments, questions, observations based on what was just read. If you have spiritual experience with this information, you're free to share. And if you don't, feel free to listen or ask questions.
0: However, Big Book Study is not therapy. Should you begin sharing about topics which are more appropriately discussed in a different, i.e. sponsorship setting, please do not be offended when Mike S. cuts that conversation short. For that purpose, we have fellowship meetings before and after our study time. You can never go wrong by commenting on the
1: page, which brings us to the words of one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. Sobriety, freedom from alcohol through the teachings and practices of the 12 Steps is the sole purpose of any Alcoholics Anonymous group. And tonight's sort of a cool night because we're actually starting off a whole new series, the 2019 to 2021. I've got about another month and a half up here, and then Robert's going to take over, chairing with Rob for the rest of the series, so we're excited for that. But uh, we're starting on page zero tonight. And if you guys, everybody's got your book with you, and everybody wants you to just open up the cover sheet, if you've got your own book there, one thing we recommend is you put your name and phone number up in the upper left-hand corner. Not if it's a loaner book, if it's your own book. Because <laughs> you might be hearing things along the way that you put in there, and you don't want to go home some night and discover that you've forgotten your book at a meeting, and a lot of time and effort has gone away. Mm. Um, we're going to start reading. The book's got some really good... Reading from uh, Joe and Charlie and Crusty Cliff that we're just going to participate in reading. We're going to get into forward to the, pre- f- the we're going to get into the preface for the fourth edition a little bit. But we got about two and a half, three pages, yeah, three pages to uh, read of the good stuff from the guys in uh, Arkansas and Texas. So we're going to flop back and forth between those paragraphs. So. You will just want to sit back and uh, listen along, try not to get too distracted, talking to each other, be kind of cool.
0: And these are the, uh, the authors of the study guide that we're going to be using for the next 80 or 90 weeks. Correct.
1: This is basically, you know how when you start with a newcomer, you start off in the forwards to helpfully give that person an idea of what this Alcoholics Anonymous program they're getting into, some history and stuff we're going to get into. This is some information about how this book was, how this work, workbook was put together and some of the time and effort. And also explain some of the forwards from the uh, Joe and Charlie guys. So why
0: don't you start? And you can just sit back and have fun for a while. Preface. There is evidence that alcoholism has been around since the beginning of recorded history. Noah gave good signs of possibly having a problem with alcohol after the Great Flood. He reportedly drank of the wine and passed out naked in his tent. But only twice in the history of mankind has there been a group of serious drinkers who figured out a way to stay physically sober. The first of these were the Washingtonians.
1: They stayed away from drink by having meetings and telling their stories. Fellowship. They had no program to live by, nor did they have a set of guidelines to conduct their fellowship. As a result of these deficiencies, they lasted only a very short time. The lifespan of the fellowship was approximately 10 years from 1980. 1800, 1840 to somewhere around 1850. So, staying sober without a program doesn't work. We find
0: the other group of alcoholics successful in sobriety is known as Alcoholics Anonymous. By God's grace and mercy, the founders of this fellowship were given a very practical program of action, which assures that per, which assures permanent emotional sobriety. It is they also learned through success and failure how to preserve the fellowship, which is vital to those suffering alcoholics not yet reached our founders learned from the mistakes of the Washingtonians and the alcoholics who
1: had died ignoring the mistakes of others who had failed this book Alcoholics Anonymous writ- was written to provide each of us with an opportunity to learn how to live and enjoy life and how we may protect the future of this fellowship
0: in this textbook is this a textbook
1: yes we're textbook perm- is a th- is based on the theory that we're going to give you little information repeat that information in a different context through examples and ideas that are
0: different than what we have to bring us to a conclusion to help us make a decision. Nice. Well, this textbook, For Permanent Sobriety, we find the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, which assure a method of escaping death by drinking or permanent insanity for chronic alcoholics. We are also given the 12 traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous, which assure the unity, survival, and growth of the fellowship so necessary for most alcoholics seeking a solution for their problems. The purpose of this study guide is...
1: To enable the student to understand the information the authors of the book, Alcoholics Anonymous, intended to impart to each of us based on their experience and knowledge of alcoholism and their program of recovery. It can be used by an individual or by a group. This guide is intended to examine the content
0: of virtually every sentence in the basic text of the big book. The beginning of a paragraph is identified by the letter P preceding the number of the first question of the paragraph. Some sentences, sentences contain more than one important piece of information. Fun bits of punctuation. So that we'll want to consider. Uh, to indicate these sentences, the questions will be indented with the number of the question, followed by a lowercase letter, i.e. AA, 8A, 8B, 8C, etc. The number of the question is repeated to indicate that we are still in that sentence. So we'll have multi-part questions fun bunch of situation
1: the study begins with the dust jacket the dust jacket is reversible on one side of the title book of uh, the ti- is the title of the book and the other side is blank so persons wishing to maintain their anonymity can simply turn it over and recover the book in plain white paper Ooh, i didn't know that
0: <laughs> either it's in incognito mode before there was uh, color it up was... for like a cookbook All right. The titled side also tells us what the book Alcoholics Anonymous is to to members of the Alcoholics Anonymous Fellowship. This is the fourth edition of the big book, The Basic Text for Alcoholics Anonymous. The basic text for any subject contains the experience and knowledge of the authors so that the student can establish a foundation of understanding in and of the subject. The authors of this basic textbook, Alcoholics Anonymous, present their experience and knowledge of the problem, alcoholism, the solution, God as we understand him, And the practical program of action they followed that will produce recovery from alcoholism, the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. They did such a perfect job that members of the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous have been unable to improve the effectiveness of this book in the second, third, and fourth editions. A remarkable truth considering that the first principal author had only four years of sobriety. The second principal author had only had three years, three and one half years, and the rest had even less. This book also contains the 12 traditions so very, very vital to the survival
1: of the fellowship. So long as our individual groups can stay within the boundaries of the 12 traditions,
0: the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous will flourish. A summary of the 12 concepts is included in the fourth edition. These are the guidelines for world service, the propagation of our program.
1: Since the students and practitioners of this textbook rarely, if ever, return to drinking, its true authorship must have been derived from a higher power. It has proved to be it pro- proved to provide a solution to all our problems. This fact is demonstrated by the large number of fellowship that we have, by the large number of fellowships that have bowered and adapted the twelve steps and twelve traditions to find a solution to their particular problems, which have nothing to do with drinking.
0: It isn't that we just have faith; we must also do good works to prove we have faith. Faith doesn't show any show itself by good works. Faith no, that doesn 't show it? itself yeah faith that doesn 't show itself by good works is no faith at all. it is dead and useless. This book provides clear cut directions on what we must do to have faith. It does not fail to do, do, do right yeah. it's difficult to read this sometimes.
1: since Bill W is so precise in the use of the English language in his authorship of this book. It is a good idea to keep a, direct, a dictionary nearby. For example, the real problem of the chronic alcoholic is insidious insanity that leads to the first drink. According to Webster's Circus, 1936, insidious, awaiting a chance to ensnar, ensnar, to lure, entice, or capture. Insanity, state of being insane, unsoundness of mind, Derangement of mind, especially without recognition of one's illness. Mm. Sounds like date
0: night. <laughs> <laughs> we have some acknowledgments here on the next page, so should we, should we go through sure. this? All right. Credit for this study guide must get, begin with Bill ready. W. and Dr. Bob. Their determination to stay sober led them to search for and go to alcoholics who were suffering from alcoholism. From their efforts and the efforts of those they helped came the first 100 sober men and women. From that fellowship came a program which would be known as Alcoholics Anonymous. Because of the two Arkansas
1: travelers, Joe McHugh and Charlie P., their Big Book Comes Alive meetings and their four-day Big Book seminars at which we shared their knowledge and experience of our Alcoholics Anonymous program came our first understanding of the material in the basic text for Alcoholics Anonymous. This created a thirst for an even greater knowledge of the vital information contained in the book. The Desire gave birth to the primary purpose group of Alcoholics Anonymous in Dallas, Texas in January 1988. So to all the present and past members of this group, go thanks for their interest and participation. The story behind that, that Joe and Charlie were doing this yearly thing in the Texas area, and the Texas people were like, not cool with having to wait another year for them to come back. So Krusty Cliff with his guy started go through the book and come up with this question and answer, they took that information over to Joe and Charlie and they helped edit it to the actual questions we have in this book. So this is basically uh, the Joe and Charlie workshop, supposedly year-round,
0: 24 hours a day. Beautiful. We also must give thanks to a great lady, Londa, who took time from her job and family to correct some errors that were made by the alcoholics who prepared this study guide she's anything like me, there was a lot to correct. Most of us, we give thanks to
1: our Heavenly Father for revealing to one of the first hundred the secret of this program, which promises alcoholics and many others how to have a primary purpose and to live and learn how to enjoy a life that is happy, joyous, and free. We're going to start tonight by just going through the book really fast. If you go to the front of the book, to the title page, Alcoholics Anonymous. The story of how many thousands of men and women have recovered. They refer to that as our first promise to the non-treated alcoholic. You flip the page. We got some copyright information. And I think we're pretty much on the same deal here. Mm-hmm. Then we got the table of contents. You're going to find that the book is broken up into three sections. You can figure out that a little later on. The problem, the solution, the program of action. And then we've got the pre-Alanon stuff and then a bunch of personal stories for the folks who are not lucky enough to have meetings to go to. If you got the big fat book, you got a few pages of table of contents. If you got the little skinny book, what it goes right into the preface, doesn't it? Yes, sir. So we're going to start at the preface to the fourth. Oh, I got to grab one of these books. So we're I got this one. Okay. Um, The questions are probably going to be kind of off base for numbers because this is based off the big fat book, and we'll figure it out, won't we? Why don't you start?
5: This is the fourth edition of the book Alcoholics Anonymous. The first edition appeared in April 1939, and in the following 16 years, more than 300,000 copies went into circulation second edition, published in 1955, reached a total of more than 1,155,000 copies. <laughs> the, the third edition, which came off press in 1976, achieved a circulation of approximately 19,550,000 in all formats. Because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery... There exists strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it. Therefore, the first portion of this volume describing the AA recovery program has been left largely untouched in the course of revisions made for the second, third, and fourth editions. The section called The Doctor's Opinion has been kept intact just as it was originally written in 1939 by the late Dr. William D. Silkworth, our society's great medical benefactor. The second printing of the first edition added the appendix Spiritual Experience. In the second edition, the appendices on AA tradition, the medical view, and religious view of AA, the Lasker Award, and information on how to contact AA were added, and the appendix on the Alcoholic Foundation was discontinued. But the chief change was in the section of Personal Stories, which was expanded to reflect the fellowships group. Bill's Story, Dr. Bob's Nightmare, and one other personal history from the first edition were retained intact. Three were edited, and one of these was retitled. New versions of two stories were written with new titles. Thirty completely new stories were added, and the story section was divided into three parts under the same headings that are used now. In the third edition, part one, Pioneers of A.A., was left unchanged nine of the stories in part two they stopped in time were carried over from the second edition eight new stories were added in part three they lost nearly all eight stories were retained five new ones were added this fourth edition includes the 12 concepts for world service and revises the three sections of personal stories as follows one new story has been added to part one and two that originally appeared in Part 3 have been repositioned there. Six stories have been deleted. Six of the stories in Part 2 have been carried over. Eleven new ones have been added, and eleven taken out. Part 3 now includes twelve new stories. Eight were removed in addition to the two that were transferred in Part 1. All changes made over the years in the Big Book, AA members, fond nickname for this volume, have had the same purpose to represent the current membership of Alcoholics Anonymous more accurately and thereby to reach more alcoholics. If you have a drinking problem, we hope that you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me. Or more important, yes, I felt that. Or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me too.
1: So we're going to have, you're going to ask the questions tonight. Um, Now the questions are based off... The big fat book, so you're going to notice some. While we're going through the questions, some of the answers, the questions are going to be sort of going Mm wobbly-dobbly, so you're going to have to figure out where it goes. It sounds like it pretty much covers it, but I know that they made some changes in the preface to that little book there, so (laughs) I'll try to keep up with this. So it's the whole preface we're reading? We're reading preface, yes, the preface. uh,
0: and that's seven if you speak Roman, but uh, it's V-I-I if you don't. And then in the big one, it's what X-I, number? which is English for six. Okay, we have a question. Which edition <laughs> is this one?
3: This is the fourth edition of the book Alcoholics Anonymous.
0: When was it first published? And how many copies went into circulation between the first and second edition? The first edition appeared in April 1939. In the following 16 years, more than 300,000 copies went into circulation. When was the second edition published, and how many copies of the second edition were sold or distributed?
3: The second edition published in 1955 reached a total of more than 1,150,500 copies.
0: We got a new paragraph here. Oh, really? What has this book become?
3: Because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped, with such, has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery, there is a strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it.
0: Why? Uh, oh, actually, that's the whole thing. It's why, what has this book become? Why? And has there been a desire to make any changes? So you answered all those. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll move on. This is
1: going to get sticky. So you guys, good luck with this. <laughs> I know that we missed the sentence in the book. It was called... The third edition, which came out the present 19th, achieved a circulation of approximately 19,550,000 in all formats.
0: Yeah, all right. So. Oh, you did? Okay, good. Have there been any significant changes in the first 164 pages? Because this. Go there. Because this book.
4: Because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery... There exists strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it.
0: That's pretty good. I'll pass it over the scale. Okay, we got a two-part question. What has been kept totally intact, and Dr. Silkworth was what to our society?
5: Um,
0: Therefore, the first portion.
5: Therefore, the first portion of this volume describing the AA recovery program has been left largely untouched in the course of revisions made for the second, third, and fourth editions. Oh. The section called The Doctor's Opinion has been kept intact just as it was originally written in 1939 by the late Dr. William D. Silkworth and our society's great medical benefactor.
1: Now it's going to wobble a little. There we go. Next
0: paragraph. Just doesn't, We'll just read the sentence and we'll figure it out when we finish it up. That's cool. What three things were added to the second edition?
4: The second printing of the first edition added the appendix Spiritual Experience and the second edition the Dependencies on AA tradition, the medical view, and the religious view of AA, the Lasker Award, and information on how to contact AA were added, and the appendix on the Alcoholic Foundation was discontinued.
1: Wow, that was one
0: long sentence? Yeah, that was, that was correct. I thought I did so, run on, wow. So what was the chief change to the second edition, and why were these changes made? But the chief change was in the section for a personal st- of personal stories, which was expanded to reflect the fellowship's growth. All right. And what else is said about the second edition? Rest of the paragraph, please.
6: Bill's story, Dr. Bob's nightmare, and one other personal history from the first edition were retained intact. Three were edited, and one of these was retitled. New versions of two stories were written with new titles. Thirty completely new stories were added and the story section was divided into three parts under the same headings that are used now. That's the same
0: as mine. Cool. Next paragraph. What part of the big book was left unchanged in the third edition?
6: In the third edition, part one, Pioneers of AA was left unchanged.
0: What changes were made? Two sentences.
6: Nine of the stories in part two, they stopped in time, or carried over the second edition. Eight new stories were added. In part three, they nearly lost all. Eight stories were retained. Five new ones were added.
0: Next paragraph. What has been added to the fourth edition and what has been revised?
7: This fourth
6: edition includes
7: the 12 concepts for World Service and revises the three sections of personal stories as follows.
0: How have the story sections been revised? Rest of the paragraph, please. Hello. What was that question again? How have the story sections been revised? Rest of the paragraph.
8: One new story has been... Added? Is that it? Yep. One new story's been added to Part 1 and 2 that originally appeared in Part 3 have been repositioned there. Six stories have been deleted. Six of these stories in Part 2 have been carried over. Eleven new ones have been added and eleven taken out. Part 3 now includes 12 new stories. Eight were removed in addition to the two that were transferred to Part
0: 1. That's your friend over there. All right, we got a three-part question for the next paragraph. What is the nickname for the basic text, Alcoholics Anonymous? Why have changes been made in the Big Book, and hopefully to accomplish what? All changes
1: made over the years in the, in the Big Book, the AA's members' fond nickname for this
0: volume, have had the same purpose, to represent the current membership of Alcoholics Anonymous more accurately, and thereby to reach more alcoholics. Thanks. What is our hope for a person with a drinking problem as he reads this book?
4: If you have a drinking problem, we hope that you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me, or more important, yes, I felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe the program can work for me too.
0: All right, that's the end of our Q&A segment. So this page is open for comment. If anybody has experience with this, please uh, just hop on in and tell us all about it. There's the part
1: in this Last couple of pages here, last paragraph, where it talks about specifically why the changes were made. All changes made over the years in the big book, AA members, is fond nickname of this book, have had the same purpose to represent the current membership of alcoholics more accurately and hereby to reach more alcoholics. So you're going to be reading the book, and it's going to refer to, uh, in a, western, t- t- a sub- western town and its environs, there's 2,000 of them. Mm. Well, we know that in 1935, when the book went out, there wasn't 2,000 of us. There it was. So those are the types of numbers they've changed. It's just sort of, you know, after the first edition came out, they realized, you know, there wasn't 80 people or 40 people. And we had 2,000. So let's jack up the numbers. The problem with that is it wasn't consistently changed over the book. Every once in a while, they talk 2,000, 80 to 100. So there's no consistency in those changes. So I was confused at first. I was thinking maybe they're talking about the Oxford group members. There was 2,000 in that town. but. Just so when they're talking numerically about membership in the first 164 pages, it's catty bumpus. You know, there's no hither or hair on that.
0: It almost sounds like an alcoholic's telling the story, doesn't
1: it? Well, somebody, you know, somebody, they must have had somebody working in general service who was like really particular. and said, no, we need to change this to this number. And then he retired and the next person came along and said, well, who cares? <laughs> like no consistency to that and stuff like that. But that's not really important. The program itself has gone unchanged. Now, I know some people say, um, like my sponsor, he likes the third edition because in the jacket it says has been left unchanged. Whereas now it's said parts of it have been changed. But the, the whole thing hasn't been changed, the, the, the text itself still is the same. The only thing different they've added was Dr. Silkworth's hmm. So, yeah. Anybody got something to throw? Any historical diddly do to throw in? <laughs>
0: When I, when I read this with, with new people, I like to talk about this idea of why would they divide the stories up into these sections? Like pioneers, all right, I know why the pioneers get their own section, but why would we divide it between they stopped in time or they lost nearly all? It's like, did you think you stopped in time? It's like, I used to think I stopped in time, and the longer I stayed sober, the more I think I lost nearly all. So that's uh, <laughs> you just realize how much you really lost in and, and, uh, and coming into this thing. But I think that's a good, a good place to, to kind of engage with somebody because it's like, you know, do you feel like you've stopped in time? you still get a car? Do you still have a girlfriend? your parents still answer your phone calls? There's people that say, you know, um, we understand that, you
1: know, back then alcoholics were... Book first came out they were more desperate they're more willing to do this step work that you keep talking about you know but if you read the stories from the first there were people who had jobs there was people who still were living in their homes that just like today we had the homeless folks with the people who were still working jobs in industry so that's right. sort of goes out the window um in the stories when they first when the, the book first got put together imagine bill he's got 67 80, 100, you know depending on who you talk to recovered people in his little community and he's got this book that he wants to charge big money for and he's got like 164 pages and it's how am i going to get 50 or 3 dollars and 50 cents which was actually 57 dollars in today's money and they also realized they didn't have the fellowship so he went around to all his guys and asked them can you write your story imagine that you you're an oxford group member you you you're Working with your family, you're working with newcomers, you got two jobs because my, they got you paying off your amends, and Bill just comes out of the blue and says, Hey, do me a favor, write your story for me. Their response, I imagine, would be like, Bill, I, I'm kind of busy here. You got me working two jobs, I'm working with six people, and I'm going to these meetings and I'm going to church and stuff. And so Bill had to twist their arms to write their story. So they put the stories, they put their stories together, and then the next thing, you know, Bill takes the stories and you know, edits them and makes them better. But when the second edition came around, they sent postcards to everybody in Alcoholics Anonymous. Hi, we're coming up with a second edition. Perhaps you would like to have your story in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Why don't you write your story and we'll consider it to put in the book? Well, I don't know if you're anything like me. If I'm putting my story together to be put in a book that's going to be read by hundreds of thousands of people my ego is going to take over. And I'm going to have like this wonderful story. I might even hire Stephen King to help edit it for me. You know? So one of the things I like about the, the pioneers, the complete lack of ego, because when they wrote those things, they didn't think it was going to be the largest selling book in history. You know, there's just thought, Oh, Bill, here's your story. Leave me alone. You know,
0: I remember we read uh, our Southern friend by Fitz Mayo here at this group. A couple years Wasn't ago. Isn't that horrible? Right. Uh, no, no frills. He's just reporting what happened. and, it's, it's really compelling, too, but it, yeah. It was a
1: good one. You guys are lucky we skipped that one this year, aren't we? I guess.
0: I don't know. I liked it. but
1: So anybody got anything to throw in on the preference when you guys read the preface with your folks? Any stories or anything about that? Because we can jump into the, forward to
0: the first edition. Does anybody read this with their sponsees? We got some hands. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: why don't we jump into... Um, Forward to the first edition. Forward to the first edition. Remember, how much did this book cost? $3.50, right? Which is $52, $57, $60, depending on who you talk to. So the forward to the first edition, you see this book, you see the price tag, and the first thing you go to is the forward to figure out, what am I getting for this big amount of money? So the forward to the first edition is like, we like to say, our 30-second soundbite. It's our opportunity to catch that possible reader's attention with a direct information on what they're going to get out of this. So that's going to be quick and to the point. So let's jump into that.
5: This is the forward as it appeared in the first printing of the first edition in 1939. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body to show other alcoholics, precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose for this book for them We hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary. We think this account of our experiences will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic. Many did not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person. And besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. It is important that we remain anonymous because we are too few at present to handle the overwhelming number of personal appeals which may result from this publication. Being mostly business or professional folk, we could not well carry on our occupations in such an event. We would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation. When writing or speaking publicly about alcoholism, we urge each of our fellowship to omit his personal name, designing, designating it, Himself, Instead as a member of Alcoholics Anonymous Very earnestly we ask the press also to observe this request For otherwise we shall be greatly handicapped We are not an organization in the conventional sense of the word There are no fees or dues whatsoever The only requirement for membership is an honest desire to stop drinking We are not allied with any particular faith, sect, or denomination Nor do we oppose anyone we simply wish to be helpful to those who are afflicted. We shall be interested to hear from those who are getting results from this book, particularly from those who have commenced work with other alcoholics. We should like to be helpful to such cases. Inquiry by scientific, medical, and religious societies will be welcomed. Alcoholics Anonymous. Boom.
1: That is a quick overall of what they're getting themselves. So we're going to start the questions on the top of forward to the first edition. Let's get that. This is a three-part question. Where's Scott? He's not here tonight. Part A. Who authorized this book? How many were there? What had happened to them?
3: We have Alcoholics Anonymous for more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body.
1: Why did they go to the trouble to write this book?
3: To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book.
1: If, if we have a drinking problem and study this book, what else will we need?
8: For them, we hope
0: these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary.
1: What did we think can be accomplished by reading this book?
3: We think, that, we think this account of our experiences will help everyone to, to better understand The Alcoholic.
1: What is it that many do not comprehend?
3: Many do not
1: comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person. Do we believe this book is for alcoholics only?
5: We are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all.
1: There's like 112 different 12-step programs that are derived from this book. Next paragraph. Why is it so important for the authors of this book to remain anonymous?
4: It is important that we remain anonymous because we are too few at present to handle the overwhelming
5: number of personal appeals which
4: may result from this publication.
1: Who were were the authors of this book bums
3: being mostly business or professional folk, we cannot well carry on our occupations in such an event.
1: Was it our alcohol what is our alcoholic work?
6: We would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation.
1: Which isn't an occupation. Next paragraph, two-part. What are we told to do if we write or speak publicly? And B, what are we told to identify ourselves as what?
7: When writing or speaking publicly about alcoholism, we urge each of our fellowship to omit his personal name, designating himself instead as a member of Alcoholics Anonymous.
1: Are we serious about anonymity at the level of the press? Very
7: very earnestly... We ask the press also to observe this request, for otherwise we shall be greatly handicapped.
1: Are we an organization?
7: We are not an organization in the
6: conventional sense of the word.
1: How much does it cost for AA membership?
6: There are no fees or dues whatsoever.
1: Um, What is the only requirement for membership?
0: The only requirement for membership is an honest desire to stop drinking
1: two-part question. With whom are we affiliated? B, who or what are we against? We are not allied with any particular faith, sect, or denomination, nor do we oppose any. What is our
8: single, simple wish? We simply wish to be helpful to those who are affected. Next
1: paragraph. For those who read this book, Who do we want to hear from?
8: We shall be interested to hear
0: from those who are getting results from this book, particularly from those who have commenced work with other alcoholics.
1: What is it we really want to do? We should like to be helpful to such cases. Who else would we like to hear from?
4: Inquiry by scientific, medical, and religious societies will be welcomed.
1: And this is open for comments. Conversation... Observations and experiences with this, reading this and learning from this. You know, in the book first. Oh, we got April in the back. You know, the first came book first came.
6: Hi, my name is April and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, April. 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 I know that you know that I, I, I like reading the prefaces and the forewords and, um, kind of, you know what I mean? Because you know when you read them alone, isolated like this you know, it just seems like dry facts. But I think the context in our history becomes so important because especially for me, you know, I was taken through the book this way, line by line. We read the prefaces, we read the forewords, and then we got into the material. And I remember, you know, I was kind of floating around on my first come around in AA. And, you know, I kind of you know, like I had read the book on my own, but of course, like with anything else, I didn't, I had skipped all that prefaces and all the forwards and I went straight in. I don't even think I read the doctor's opinion because, you know, like in most textbooks, anything with Roman numerals isn't important. So I just started mm-hmm. on page one and, you know, which I think is really easy to do, but like, thank God for good sponsorship. My sponsor took me to the very beginning and we read all of that. And I really appreciate, you know, groups who do that because... You know, for me, what happened when she did that is she, you know, she gave me the context of the history. And when you really think about a time where there's no Internet, you know, telephones aren't, like, easily acceptable, and you look at how quickly – Like this, like everything in this just flourished, you know, like we only, I think we're only going to do the forward to the first edition tonight where we talk about 100 men and women who recover or or about 100 men and women who recovered from a homely sleepless, uh, you know, that hopeless state of mind and body. And then we get 16 years, what was amazing to me is then she took me to the next, to the forward to the 16, uh, the forward to the second edition, which was 16 years later, and you have 150,000 sober alcoholics. And then you go to the forward to the third edition, which is 22 years later, and you got a million sober alcoholics. And then you go to the forward to the fourth edition, then you have over 2 million. And when you think about how that spread without internet, like basically I think the fastest thing they had back then was like Pony Express and the Telegraph or something, you know? Like it really just kind of, for me, what became abundantly clear and what I try to share when I take people through the book is that how do you do that without God? You know, because the God thing to me, like when I first got there, like came to AA, it seemed like such an outside thing. It seemed like as practical as freaking like Santa Claus and like Disney movies, like a great idea. But like how practical is that really? But when you look at our history and what God was able to do through our fellowship, through the results that are right there in your face with the forwards and the prefaces, like for me, it kind of made the God thing really real. You know what I mean, and then for an alcoholic who had the ego that I had, and I, with the authority issues that I had, and when they made it simple, like this, these are the instructions, so that you can get what we had. It made it easier to digest. So, if um, I always appreciate it, and now that's kind of like the way that I sponsor, because for me, it you know, as boring as it can kind of seem like on its own, it makes the God idea re- like it's, for me, like really real. So, thank you for letting me share.
1: Thanks for sharing we got Ryan up here. Besides a fist step, for me, reading the forwards is the second longest time we spend together with the new sponsor. And you know, I always figure if they can sit through the forwards and at the end of it want to meet up again, we got somebody, you know?
3: <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Ryan. Ryan. Um. Yeah, so I know the, the preface and the forwards are kind of like the boring chapters no, to read. Not. But, I mean, I always enjoy reading them because I feel like, if i if I hadn't read them with a sponsor, it'd be easy for me to like glaze over it, but there's so much God all over these pages um and like right at the top of the uh, the first edition uh forward I mean it says it says to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of the of this book. There's so many things in the forwards that shouldn't have happened the way that they happened, and the only reason they happened that way is because God was involved um you know y I mean even down at the bottom where like it starts to get into like half of the traditions um you know. None of that stuff that it lists is stuff is ways that we as alcoholics would act normally. Um, So you have the first 67 people here that are able to, you know, not only come up with a way to recover, but their main purpose is to help their fellow alcoholic. Um, So I have something written at the bottom of the preface or the forward to the first edition. It says when you're fully engaged in the recovery process, dormant forces, faculties and talents you did not even know you had will come alive. You'll be awakened and you'll discover yourself to be a greater person by far than you ever dreamed yourself to be. God will shine through you like a fog light. Um, So I think that that's what we see in this Forward to the First Edition um, is that that's what happened to these first 67 people. And if you go through this work with a sponsor, that's what can happen for you too. So that's all I've got.
0: Thanks. Thanks for sharing. So it
1: covers our purpose. It's got some traditions thrown into the Forward to the First Edition. If you go to the actual first printing of the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, in our particular book, they started to use some squiggly writing, which I guess is called italics. And I don't know, when I was detoxing and I first read the book, I, all the letters were squiggly to me. You know? I I didn't know the difference. But if you look at the original book, this particular line, to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. That, precisely as we recovered, was caps locked. Standing out. Stand, I don't know when they changed that, but it was changed. Somebody, general service grammar person decided that caps lock was bad grammar and they decided to do squiggly lines. But I don't know when somebody's mad at me, which happens a lot, a lot. Um, I, get, I get a lot of text messages with caps lock. And it jumps out at me. It's like, hope you're having a real nice day. And then, <laughs> then
0: hope you learn something from this and move on, you know. Mike Chase, I heard they used, it actually cost more money to print those italics. back. Okay, it that's that's a lie. <laughs> I did hear that it's not yeah. a lie that I heard. No, it's it. not.
1: It's just bad information. Um, <laughs> I actually I reached out to some book binders in the National Association of Printers to find out if that was true. It doesn't matter if it was French, English, italics, or typeset. They just have a machine they typed in front of, and they had a whole row of... T- that's just bad silliness. Um, the reason things are italicized in the book is pay attention. It's important. It's standing out. But then again, if you're like mocus and kind of mushy in the brain, italics All the words look italicized to me. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting how that's one of those changes that they made over the year, which is sort of like nah, not... Maybe, well, that's for somebody else to discuss. Do you have anything to throw in tonight, young lady? I'm glad
5: that now I know that the italics didn't cost more money because I was telling people the wrong information for a little while. I've been
1: hearing that for years. And I I reached out to to Myers. I keep hearing that. It's like, that just... Because I took typesetting class in high school. And we had all the type. We had the capitals, the lowercase, italicized. And you just... Yeah, sorry. Back to topic. So no, it doesn't charge more for that.
0: So it says, uh, we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be needed. Right? What does that mean? That's a sentence we kind of skip over. and I know I skipped over it for a while. Well, if I read this book and I read this information and I go out and drink some more, then further authentication was needed. So we hope mm-hmm. these pages are so convincing that you won't have to go and relapse. Right? So. Absolutely. Does anybody else have anything to share other than printing? Is that a hand? I don't know. I see. I saw two hands. No, she's doing
1: magic tricks for the kid.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we got a. We got Rob over here.
4: Hey, Rob, recovered alcoholic. Hey, Rob. Uh, yeah, we do get the the first introduction to the traditions um, in this forward. You know, it hits on basically all of them. Um, but the one that that I always like to to stop and pause is is when they're talking about why they want to remain anonymous, right? Because I feel like this is one of those things that's gotten away from us and we've, like, twisted it to to mean all sorts of crazy things. But it says, It is important that we remain anonymous because we are too few at present to handle the overwhelming number of personal appeals which may result from this publication. Being mostly business or professional folk, we could not well carry on our occupations in such an event. We would like to understood that our alcoholic work is but an application. So that's why they wanted to remain anonymous, right? And in, in the traditions, it tells us exactly where we set the bar for that. And it tells it here, too. It's like we, don't, we set the bar for that at the level of press, radio, and films. It's like, uh, you know, if, if uh, I found the cure for cancer today and uh, everybody knew – that Rob had a cure for cancer, I could not possibly be able to function in my life because everybody would be beating down my door trying to get the cure for cancer. So that's the reason that they wanted to remain anonymous at first because it's like, wow, we've made this discovery. We're starting this this movement where alcoholics are recovering through this program of action. If we print our names, like we're, that's all we're going to be able to do. We're not going to be able to spend time with the family, do our jobs. Like We're just going to get inundated with all of this um you know attention from from being the ones you know associated with this movement you know but today we we have all these people that you know are too scared to even like share their last name with another member of of the group and i guess it's their right to do that but that's not the intention of anonymous as the, the book was written and as they expand on in traditions um you know it does me no good to know that like ben the plumber um, is in my home group, but if Ben the plumber gets into a scrape and I gotta find him in the hospital, and I'm like, "Hey, where's Ben the plumber?" They're gonna be like, "You know, who the hell's that?" You know what I mean? Like, how we are not to remain anonymous at the group level. And and Dr. Bob was quoted to say, "You know, to the extent that you do remain anonymous at the group level, you are violating that tradition of anonymity, right?" And it's like, how am I supposed to be helpful to somebody else if all they know me as is like. Rob the dude with the glasses or, the you baby. know, whatever that looks like. The sweet dad bod. I don't know. Um, you know, and that's why, you know, I'd like to be clear on that with with anyone I bring through the work. Like, don't be afraid to share your last name. Like, hey, in, in this modern age of technology, they can find you on the face page and reach out to you that way with first and last. If they, they you know are in a scrape and they need some help or, you know, they want to uh, start that relationship with you. Um, or the MySpace or whatever the kids are using. So InstaFace, I don't know. Um, that's all I got. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for sure.
1: And they didn't want to have they, they felt that since you recovered, the stigma of alcoholism should be no longer upon us. Why be ashamed of something that you've recovered from? Personally, He'll get to that. I mean, Keep okay. coming every week and you'll find that tradition. Yeah, I
0: can't wait to hear hear more so about that. So we're going to start
1: on. wrapping up. We've got an uh, anniversary tonight. we got hopefully some ade- some. Sponsorship medallions to go up. Let's give Kelly a round of applause for some darn good reading. And a round of applause for her cake. That was darn good. Um, So from a vision for you from the book Alcoholics Anonymous, God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if our own house is in order. But you obviously cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great
0: fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. It is the
1: practice of the Fort Lauderdale Primary Purpose Big Book Study Group for group member sponsors to introduce their new sponsees by presenting them with a sponsorship medallion. If you're a member of Alcoholics and you've got a new sponsor you want to introduce to us, come on up front, we're going to give you a medallion. Remember, this isn't the Academy Award, so we'll keep it kind of short. Here you go. How you
4: going? <laughs> Rob, alcoholic. Hey, Rob. Uh, I met this gentleman a couple of weeks ago um, after sharing my story in a meeting. And, and come to find out, we share a lot in common. And uh, all early indications would um, suggest that he belongs here uh, with this group of... Uh, Uh, crazy folks here that suffer from alcoholism. So really excited to see what God does uh, in Ben's life. We sat down today and and read the preface and the forwards, this exciting material that we're we're reading tonight. So uh, uh, he made it through that. So we'll see if he comes back for more next week. So Ben, come on up.
1: Come on up, Ben.
0: We got another sponsor medallion. Is it a sponsorship medallions? Yes. Okay.
4: All right. Hey, guys. John Alcoholic. Hey, John. I met Dave last week. We started reading the book. Uh, We're going to continue reading the book, and we're expecting God to do what uh, God does. So this is Dave.
0: Hey, guys. Any more sponsorship medallions?
1: We got a medallion medallion tonight for Jessica. Who's presenting that tonight? Miss Kelly. Hey, Kelly.
5: Hello. Kelly, recovered alcoholic. Um, I'm just really glad that God brought you back into my life. Uh, You've always, like, literally the first second I met you, you reached your hand out to me and offered me, and that just... Um continues to happen, and I continue to see it through your day-to-day with people. You always, you're always reaching your hand out, and that just shows how big your heart is. And I'm really glad that you've um, really worked on your relationship with God this year, and it shows. And I'm glad to see you happy and healthy and doing the work and reaching your hand out to other alcoholics, including myself. Um, so thank you and come tell us how you did it. Thank <laughs> you. Love you. How's your headache?
7: I love you. This is beautiful. So, what does it say? To I own self be true. That's very true. And, um, you know, I just want to thank this Actually, this group, actually, because this is really my only AA um, experience. And it was very strict for me in the very beginning. And so I've always kept that going along. And I'm just come a recovered alcoholic. And um, <laughs> hey. now I've been in and out. And um, this time around, like, I was really grateful for um, the suffering that I went through because I keep that real sacred to me today, um, I didn't know it at first, but thank God to a close friend of mine, Ryan, grabbed onto me and brought me through the steps because I was gone and um, I didn't know what else to do. It, like he'd be like, "You just gotta stop this," you know. <laughs> I'd be crying. I was a maniac. He'd be like, "You just need to get over this. You need to stop this crying." So, <laughs> but you know, I've gone rogue a couple times and tried out some other meetings and. Done some CA and other things that actually have helped me with my drug of choice and stuff. And um, I constantly reach out as much as I can. And what else do I wanted to say? Oh, and I have some really cool friends that are, like, really tight with me. And, you know, they call me back. And we all, like, hang out. And it's really important. And did I miss anything else? Well, and thank yep. God for my chase because... <laughs> If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I love you. And thank you, God.
1: Thank you. God bless you.
0: you? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Outside issue, right? Yeah. We're living in the 10th tradition tonight. Thank you, Mike Chase.
1: (laughs) So if you, uh, does anybody need a sponsor? Raise your hand. Good. If you're shy and you want to get a sponsor, come on up to the podium, we can direct you to... I see.
0: I saw a young guy back there with his hand up, and I was just thinking, I wish I got sober when I was his age, you know? It's good to see young folks coming into this program, and uh, yeah. Oh, little guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if they taught the steps
1: in, like, kindergarten? I think they do, actually. Um, is So... If you'd like to become a member of this group, check up after, after here and we can fill out a membership card. It's real easy. Can all home group members raise your hands? Great. We'll see you guys after the meeting to help tear down. By the way, uh, if you want to help tear down the meeting and you're a vaporator, you can go out in the balcony, enjoy the beautiful view of the new river and vape and come on back in real quick. Smokers, you still have to go out by the dumpster, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> Not fair. Uh, th- thank you for joining us. We hope to see you next week and Thursday. Thursday, we have a special announcement. By the way, this Thursday is the first
1: night of our new series. We got Pat Rowe R. He'll be, uh, he's going to be doing his first 12 weeks with us. Ironically, on the 24th, he'll be town doing his, or up north doing a, a big book study, like he does the Joe and Charlie thing. And we've got Tom, Rowe, Rowe, uh, Tom R. He's going to come in and he's going to do a special historical presentation on what actually happened in putting together the book you know he 's gone and it, gone out information about what personalities were clashing all the fun and drama and the exciting and the God and the fighting and chair tossing that got it together to make this book so that 's going to be an exciting one
0: so Thursday we got Pat R starting, and then after his twelve steps, we got doc in then January. we got doc
1: in January, so that 's going to be great. Glad you guys are all here so we'll see you guys at five fifteen to help set up six fifteen to just hang out and chat seven fifteen for that workshop. smokers. Please wait 75 feet if you go to the front door before you light them things up in
0: case the church sees us. Should we simmer down for a second and then say the Lord's Prayer?
1: Yeah, Jessica, you want to take us out with the Lord's Prayer tonight? You want to get us started? Everybody just get a little bit quiet. All right. He took us from shame to grace. Our Lord, our Lord,
7: heaven,
5: name,
1: guys
0: thursday thursday got to be
1: Kelly you your official kick take- oh, business meeting tonight for home group members Ooh.
0: business meeting oh,
9: Smiling, the
10: whole smiles with you, baby, baby, Yes, when you're laughing, When you're laughing. the sun Shining blue But When you cry You bring On the rain So stop your sighing, baby And be happy. And keep on smiling. Keep on smiling, baby.
8: Me and I'm standing tall. A pile of bricks now lies where once there stood a wall that I hid behind for all this time. Sometimes it takes a burning bush or a great white light to set you. The first time in my life My thumbs are green now Growing vines They twist and turn each way flowers blooming all the time Outside my door Never before I had to change everything brand new way, show up and plug in my guitar, and I play my songs, and people sing along, stomp their feet and raise their arms, and here in this moment that we share, nothing could come in. I sleep night, right. <laughs> Oh, man. Going on ten years old, that song is. God bless. I love you, Mike Chase. Bye.
9: This one, don't you?